thing. I'm just okay. We are recording right now. So I'm Sounds here good. with Dr. Yannick Miller, who is the latest FCE director. And uh, I'd just like to ask you a number of questions. The first one is um, How did you first get started in immunology? Well, uh, during my medical studies, I was, uh, I would say, very early on interested in the field of uh, transplantation. Um, maybe two things. First, I, you know, I was always fascinated by the, this idea that you can live with an organ from something, someone else huh, that is not yours. And I think um, really intuitively that brings you back to a, a very fundamental notion in uh, immunology. That is, uh, what is exactly the self and what is the non-self and how uh, our own body uh, can make the difference uh, between the self and non-self and maybe how you can uh, even manipulate this. And I would say this is maybe the first point. Uh, secondly, I, I would also say that, uh, you know, when you make a transplant, it requires such a, a network of specialists. Uh, you need a coordination team, you need a surgeon, you need the organ specialist can be, you know, Nephrologist, gastroenterologist, uh, pneumologist, uh, immunologist also uh, to assess the histocompatibility uh, between the recipient uh, and the donor. Uh, you need also experts from the uh, infectious disease. So ultimately, this is really a big team working together. And I, I think this is exactly what I like. And I think this is also, uh, and I believe, what immunology is right now. It's uh, uh, all about working together with so many different uh, Specialist and speciality. So yes, uh, transplantation. That's uh, how I get involved with, uh, in uh, immunology. Can you tell us about the research that you are most proud of? So I'm a young researcher still. So I hope I will be proud of many more research to come. Um, maybe going back to my MD PhD. You know, I joined a lab whose uh, expertise is on islet transplantation. And so islet transplantation re relies uh, on having diabetic mice. And if you want to induce diabetes, you know, almost everyone has to use a, a molecule that is called streptozotocin. So streptozotocin, it's a glucose analog. It would, it would be toxic for the insulin-positive cells or the beta cells in the islets. And it's, uh, as I just said, the most widely used uh, diabetogenic uh, agent. And so when I joined the lab, my first task was to compare different immunosuppressive protocols. Uh, and they impact on xenogenic islet survival. And you know, you know what? At the end of the day, I just realized that the mice that were injected with streptozotocin are per se already immunosuppressed. And so these mice are actually lymphopenic. Uh, and in this lymphopenic environment, you will find, you know, uh, an expansion of uh, regurgitated T cells. I think this was, you know, a, a, a big bias that many, and I think still many people are just not aware of. And uh, I think I was, uh, I think quite, you know, proud of that research because uh, it's still a, an important step for any future translational research uh, that you have to, you know, uh, take into account this kind of bias that you have with uh, this model. What do you think is the most important trait that a researcher should possess and why? Well, you need to be curious. Uh, I think you need also to uh, challenge uh, established dogma. And, and maybe more importantly, you, you really need to be uh, highly, um, uh, I would say, reliable. So uh, this is uh, the, the trio, the important trio of things you, you need to be uh, good at. What's the biggest lesson you've learned so far? 
very important lesson in research. I think I learned it from my uh, former uh, PI, uh, Kizitong. And, and it's trying not to be too focused on your idea or conclusion, as you may miss just, uh, you know, the elephant. And I think nowadays our research is so focused and it's uh, really uh, important to try to keep in mind uh, the big picture. So maybe in other words, we, we just need to be very critics with uh, our own findings and, you know, somehow being our uh, own reviewer at all times. Yeah. What's, uh, what kind of advice would you give to young researchers who are just starting out in the field? So research is fun. It must be fun. And, uh, people are not gonna, you're not gonna, you know, uh, have a lot of money. So you, you have to go for uh, fun and, uh, go, go also, I would say, for making good science, you know, not for the publication. And I think this is a very subtle difference. Uh, and making good science without having, you know, the publication uh, uh, in your head, is, it's something really critical for uh, for uh, for the research. And at the end of the day, you also be, uh, you, need, you know, you must be very competitive, but in the right way. Yeah. Can you describe your average workday if there is such a thing? Yeah, I must say every day is different. You know, it's about running several jobs at the same time. First, you have, you know, the research. My team is uh, currently expanding. You have to find the money. You have to design experiments. Uh, you have to put people together. Uh, then you have uh, the clinical duties. Uh, this is all about uh, taking care of the patient, but also supervising the trainees in the clinics. You need to build this clinic. You, make, you need to make it better, uh, better organized, more efficient. And you have also uh, COVID. Uh, so COVID is new. You have uh, the mass vaccination going on. This is all new. This requires all, also a lot of clinical research. And there's, I think, a lot of to, to be learned and understood. And, uh, yeah, uh, you have also, and that's not the least, uh, you have educations, uh, master students, uh, medical uh, students that you have to uh, follow up, uh, even also uh, some foreign students. So, yeah, every every day it's uh, quite different, and there's a lot of tasks and uh, many things to do. Yeah. We're going to switch to the personal now. So can you tell me who you most admire and why? So it may sound a little naive, but I will tell you uh, uh, it's my father, uh, um, by, by I would say even by very far. First, I think, you know, I, I know him. So I, I lived with him for uh, over 25 years. So I think it's uh, very important to admire people you, you really know well. Uh, so my father was uh, the chair of the basic neuroscience department at the University of Geneva. I think he, he puts, uh, you know, the bar very high. And uh, if you just look at the science that is performed uh, out there, it's, uh, it's really a, a great uh, achievement. Great. What motivates you to work hard? I think I uh, have the fighting spirit somehow. Uh, I don't know how to explain this. Uh, maybe you work for the idea that you are trying to do your best, uh, uh, maybe for your uh, students, PhD students, for your trainees, clinical trainees, maybe also for your family. But yeah, the, the fighting spirits, I think. Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite time management tool, something that helps you keep yourself organized? <laughs> that I don't think I have the good answer for that, uh, this one. Um, maybe to me, it's all about making priority in, your, in, in life. And uh, I think this is something we are very uh, exposed in, uh, in medicine. 
you know, there's always 10 things to do at the same time. And we, we really have to choose what to do first. And, uh, and if we failed, you know, in, in medicine, we, you, you bec- become high risk for, uh, for burnout or things like that. So, uh, a priority, making priorities, uh, really, uh, how I, uh, try to uh, help to manage my time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite vacation spot somewhere you like to go to relax? I relax on the, on boats on the, so I, I love sailing um, but say this is exactly what I planned for uh, uh, in two weeks uh, I have my holidays playing on the boat so sailing on the sea is uh, my favorite uh, vacation spot yeah do you have a favorite beverage or drink uh, I don't know if I have a favorite one but maybe uh, one nice it's a uh, uh, you know, a liquor of queens that grow in the garden of my mom. So we're making our, our own liquor of queens. And so obviously you have to drink with moderation, but uh, it's something I like to have sometimes, you know, uh, uh, in the evening and uh, trying to write also something uh, at the same time. Yeah. Interesting. Never heard of that. How about hobbies? What do you, what do you like to do when you're not working? Besides <laughs> Uh, at the end of the day, <laughs> I don't have much time for hobbies, I must say. So I think the priority for me is really uh, spending my, um, most of my time with the family and with the kids and try to educate them and uh, try to make some sports with them. And so uh, it's, uh, I would say, rather focused nowadays uh, around the family. Okay, we're going to move on to focus now and switch gears. Can you tell me how you first got involved with focus? So I spent three years at UCSF. Uh, I, uh, I was a postdoc in the laboratory of uh, Kizitong. Uh, I think I'm uh, very grateful for the, all the community there, and I learned so much also at, uh, at UCSF. And, uh, you know, uh, FOCUS was just a congress you had uh, to go. And I went there uh, three years on the road. And how has FOCUS changed your world, so to speak? I would say FOCUS is all about bringing you know, together scientific clinicians. It's, it's about, you know, interdisciplinarity, uh, better understanding uh, immunology, immune dysfunction, but also uh, developing new therapies. And I think this is exactly what is fitting my interest, yeah. So if a colleague asked you why they should join Focus, what would you tell them? I would tell them, uh, it, you know, it's a great people, it's a great network, it's uh, great talks, it's great presentation, great meetings, uh, you know, it's overall a, a great uh, community and really that is aiming to force, uh, you know, translation and immunology. So if you, if you like trans- uh, trans- translational immunology, you, you got to go there. Now we're going to talk about your FCE. Can you tell us about the research that you're doing currently? So we are uh, working on cell therapies and the focus is uh, how is uh, how you can induce and or even uh, restore tolerance in autoimmune disease. And so uh, particularly I'm really interested in uh, reprogramming regulatory T cells uh, using uh, CRISPR technology. We we'll say that the basic workflow in the lab is to start from blood patients, you know, from patients. Uh, trying to identify in the circulating uh, lymphocytes you know, uh, the B-cell repertoire, the T-cell repertoire. From that, you can try to engineer and validate uh, chimeric antigen receptors, new uh, T-cell receptors, and ultimately redirecting, you know, the specificity of regulatory T-cells and eventually, you know, aiming to design a phase one clinical trials 
for our, our patients. Do you have a specific dream goal of your FCE, something that you would like to achieve? So the Center for Immunology at Lausanne is a very new center. So it was created as a, you know, a common initi- initiative between uh, 11 clinical divisions to reinforce the translational immunology and put, you know, clinician and scientific together. And so I think uh, joining now as a new FCE is uh, just a tremendous opportunity for the center uh, to, uh, to uh, join an international network that shares uh, basically the same vision than, than us. And so it's a bit like going from a micro-environment to a micro-environment. So I see this really as a win-win situation where we can benefit from the network of the uh, FCE, of the different FCE. And at the same time, I hope we can provide some specific expertise and also open, you know, uh, uh, F- the focus to uh, our different Swiss core patients. And I just want to remember here that the CHILD is uh, the first FCE now in Switzerland. So I think we have uh, opened a new door. And I hope we can, in the future, you know, uh, uh, find other FCE centers in Switzerland. Great. What do you find your, are your biggest challenges to achieving that goal? This is all about finding time, huh? finding time, finding money, putting people together. Uh, but this is, uh, I would say, the story of our of, of our life. Uh, I would say uh, like this. But uh, uh, really, uh, uh, finding the energy and motivated people uh, from different centers and and and, and you know, building on and this network. That would be the challenge. And why did you apply to be an FCE? I applied to stay the tuned, you know, to be connected, uh, and uh, also, and, and very importantly, to make just sure I have uh, no excuse for missing a, a focus meeting. Those are all the questions that I have. Are there any other things that you'd like to say, something that I didn't ask you? No, I'm uh, open-minded, so please uh, don't hesitate to reach me if you have uh, any question, interest. I'm uh, happy to, uh, you know, share my expertise and uh, and see uh, in what manner I can be helpful. And I'm bringing you new project together. I think this is something I'm I'm really looking forward as a FC new FC director. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your time, and I'm going to stop. Thank you so much. I'm going to stop. Thank you so much.